Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Great. Good morning, everyone. 1108 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania this August 4th, 2023. It's a Friday. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like John Hendrickson, Greenfield Township, George Pennington, Calaris, Stephen Nalawaco, Wyoming, Michael Kane, Forest City, Richard Huey, Kingston, Carl Rinaldi, DuPont, veterans we lost at the beginning of July. All right. Club for Common Sense is uh, back in order after the news break. A couple of quick texts before we go to the phones. Uh, Somebody texted in, you have to realize many of these people only know what the mainstream media tells them. They have no knowledge of facts. They have been brainwashed by the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. You're right. But But you know what? If... If you don't know that you're not getting all the news by watching the left stream media now, well, I, I don't I don't have tolerance for that. The bias has been evident for decades, and it went off the rails completely when Trump got elected. So, <laughs> you know. So he says, and here we are again. There's no evidence that Nancy Pelosi directly said Deploying the National Guard to the Capitol on January 6th would be bad optics. <laughs> Except for the statement of the Capitol Hill police that she said it. Yeah, I know. There's no evidence for it. Because she wouldn't be interviewed. And because this idiotic group of clowns and the clown show called the January 6th committee never interviewed her. They never let the guy who she told that to... She never, they never let him testify either. I, where do you get your news? Do you search for information? And, and I, I guess more importantly, when someone tells you a fact that goes contrary to the narrative you want to believe, do you listen to it and look it up yourself? If you don't believe me. Ernie from Falls says, (laughs) I knew before the testimony, it's on the record, just as you said, yes. Gene from Buck Township says you're hitting it on the head. We are, we, we do it every day. Some people hate to hear it, though. (sighs) 
planning decisions. Somebody uh, uh, the same same thing. Um, there's no direct evidence Pelosi rejected National Guard assistance on January 6th. All right. Let me give you the direct evidence. <laughs> Other than the statement, the National Guard wasn't there. <laughs> Is that, can I give you better evidence than that? They were authorized to be there. They were authorized to go there. By the President of the United States and seconded by the Vice President of the United States. And they weren't there. <laughs> Do you need more evidence than that? You know, in a circumstantial evidence case, and this is not even that, because she said it. In a circumstantial evidence case, when you're doing your closing to the jury, you say this. You say, if indeed you go to bed one night and there's no snow, and the next morning you wake up and the grass is covered with white stuff that appears to be snow, you can conclude that it snowed last night. <laughs> Again, somebody, you claim it's fact, but it's not. They weren't there. The National Guard did not go. I I guess because you won't believe anything about St. Nancy, the ass that she is. They weren't there. The National Guard did not go there. They were not deployed, even though they were authorized to do so. Nancy Pelosi's in charge of the Capitol Hill grounds security. Not just the Capitol Police, Capitol Hill grounds security writ large. The House Speaker of the House, that's a duty of the Speaker of the House. The National Guard didn't come. So you could disbelieve everything I've just said and then know that it snowed last night. Because <laughs> there's snow on the ground. It's, 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 this is remarkable. It's really something. The National Guard, were they there on January 6th? Again, what facts facts can possibly penetrate your armor? (laughs) Your armor against truth, reality, and fact. What what can penetrate if that's that's where you stand? A statement, and by the way, the statement that she said it would be bad optics and she didn't want them there, the National Guard. She never denied it. <laughs> so, I mean, how much farther do we go? This is what I said about the phone caller in the last hour. How far do we go down their rabbit hole? Do we go down the rabbit hole of the left, the rabbit hole of the Democrat Party? Well, they're the same thing. We choose not to because we're going to move on in the real world. You stay in yours. And that's fine. I feel sorry for you. I'm sad for you. But you could stay there. Larry from Plymouth. How are you, Larry? Yeah, hi, Bob. Um, just to let you know, I got up on the main side of the couch today. The mean side? 
Yes, yes. Bob, you <laughs> I know, never, I'll tell you I something. never heard that saying before. Okay. Well, I sleep, I sleep on the couch, and it's hard to get off on that side because I climb over the back of the couch. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I tell you, I listen to WLK all day. Well, I, I listen in the morning till I get that feeling that I want to throw up, and then i got to shut it off. Okay. But, uh, but Bob, I, I want to talk a little bit about, like, the English language. I don't know if some people, if they're talk, when they're talking to me, if they're talking in another language. Do they still teach English in school? No. They don't? Not to any degree, no. I mean, grammar? Proper use of English, how to write? No, we're, we're all into this nonsense. Uh, and, and, but, Bob, i, I got to tell you this. I hate to say this, but you could be included a little bit, but hosts on the show, they mispronounce a lot of words. And if I had to write them all down, I'd be on the radio or on the phone all day. But I, I'm just being picky, you and Bob. I'm sure I do it occasionally, too. You know, okay, okay, but, Bob, and, and I'm going to tell you this. And, I mean, this what you really bugs me. Because I think you're better than this. <laughs> okay, you're going to do okay? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Bob, I, I can't stand, I never say it, and I can't stand when people say it. This sucks, that sucks, this sucks. Do you know, Bob, what said that's a connotation of, I, I can't say it on the radio. Uh-huh, I know. I, 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 and I, I hate that. I mean, I, I really despise it. I, and, I, and, 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 you're, and you're a better guy than that. No, Bob. but I, I, I only use it occasionally, as you know. Uh-huh. When it's truly applicable, like when I oh. think of Joe Biden. Well, 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 I could say a lot worse than that. When I think, I mean, when uh, I think of the Democrat Party, well, that's as far well, as uh, I could uh, go uh, on this on the air. That's as far as I could go. Well, here, here's what I say about anybody who voted for Biden: uh, they shouldn't be still breathing air. As far as I'm concerned, I, I mean, uh, Larry, I, stop I, I it. told you, Bob, I'm on the nasty side of the bed today. <laughs> yeah, well. but, but Bob, I, 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 I just want to say one thing, and um, it's, 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 it's. It, it, I know it gets to you all the time. I'll say this: if you voted for Biden, you shouldn't be allowed to operate heavy machinery, at the very least. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be allowed to put one foot in front of the other, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but Bob, here's one thing: I, I think you're perpetrating a lie. Every day, about I shut your radio, uh, your your show off for five minutes every day, and I know you're not going to like it. It's when you <laughs> say those quotes, Bob, because when I say what she, did, she didn't say them all, Bob. Who she didn't say them all. Who? who who I can't say her name because you'll hang up on me, Mother Teresa. She didn't say all those quotes, Bob. Oh, you're on your Mother Teresa thing. Well, yeah, I'm going to hang up on you if you go after Mother Teresa. No, but, no, but she didn't say Of course I am. She didn't say them, Bob, but you know, like, like I said, I've been, I've been nasty today. <laughs> yeah. But, Bob, Bob, you said you before you have big shoulders so you could handle it. Yeah, but it's Mother Teresa. I won't. I just won't allow it. You know that. Well, oh, okay. But, but, <laughs> but I enjoy nasty people, so... Frank. Well, then, Bob, I, that, then you'll enjoy me, because I'll call up every day and be nasty. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Bob, you have a good time Frank. golfing if you're going to. I don't know if you're going to golf today. It might rain. Well, if, look, at there's better things to do than golf at a golf course. Bob, Bob, Bob even though it's a girly mons game. <laughs> Larry, you have a good weekend, my friend. All right. We'll take a break and be back. Well, this day, 1993, after the trial that was uh, 
quoted there. We couldn't find any good stuff on this specific trial, probably because the left wing didn't want to cover it. A federal judge sentenced Los Angeles police officers Stacey Kuhn and Lawrence Powell to two and a half years in prison for violating Rodney King's civil rights. This is after all the rioting had occurred, after the initial acquittal on state charges, the feds came in and brought new charges in that case. And that's where we ended up. And uh, Brother Louis, this is from the stories, this date, 1973. Uh, so, quickly, and then we gotta, we're going to move on. The, the Nancy Pelosi thing, okay? Now, is she the only person to blame for the security failures on January 6th? No. Did she have final say on security at Capitol Hill? Yes. To get out of he said, she said. Did the National Guard go to the Capitol to keep the idiots out of the building? No. Why would we go further with this conversation? She's in charge. The National Guard didn't come. And the Capitol Hill police failed in their job. She's in charge of the Capitol Hill police. There was a, the most massive security failure in the history of the Capitol, which is what this essentially was, taking Trump's stupidity aside. Who's in charge of security? Nancy Pelosi. So the Washington Post and the New York Times can do all they want to to deflect the blame from their beloved St. Nancy, which is where you're getting your information. But they can't overcome the reality (laughs) that the National Guard wasn't there. Okay, and I, you, I mean, beating a dead horse, but see, these people get their information from the New York Times, Washington Post Axis, which then is copied by local rags like the Scranton Times Citizen's Voice, because then the AP gets it. They all follow one lead. It's groupthink. But no one ever analyzed Okay, what actually happened? A riot that spilled into the Capitol. Film of Capitol Hill police officers escorting people into the building and through the building in the case of the guy with the horns. Total security failure. Embarrassment for the world. And Trump played his role. There's no doubt about it. But Nancy Pelosi played hers on the security end of things, which nobody can blame on Donald Trump. And if you're going to tell me that these people, a few thousand people with no weapons, could not have been repelled by a significant force of uh, police and National Guard, well, then, then we're, again, you get into to, to another plane of reality that isn't, it doesn't exist. And that's where we end up. <laughs> 
She had ultimate responsibility for security. Security failed. She had ultimate responsibility for bringing in the National Guard. The National Guard didn't come. Helen from Kingston, how are you? Hey, Bob. You're on a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> well, <laughs> just when they get I'm, me, I'm when they get me lathered me. up, I, I sit here calmly until insanity ensues. Uh, Frank is a piece of work, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Well, I just want to uh, see what your uh, opinion is on this uh, Diane Feinstein oh, it's it's, a, it's embarrassing. I mean, but, her, uh, but listen, her, I, it goes beyond Diane, Diane Feinstein. It goes to Biden. It goes to uh, Fetterman. Fetterman. I mean, these people, there's, they're, they're literally unconscious. And Mitch McConnell is now. Uh, yeah, Mitch, Mitch is a big question mark. He's a big question mark after that that eighteen second pause there. Oh, that was that was that was. It was horrifying. scary. It was scary. Um, I, I, my question is, if they're incapacitated to such a point where they have to have a, a proxy to make their decisions, isn't there some way to remove them, have a special election or something? The, the, I, I, the, Senate, the Senate itself and the House itself uh, have the ability to do so. But the the Democrats are in charge of the Senate, so they're not going to do anything with Fetterman or Feinstein. Oh, I, he's, I, he's, he's horrifying. It's horrifying to see him. He does not make a coherent sentence whatsoever. He, and he can't understand a and coherent he doesn't understand, sentence. And, and I don't know how the other congressmen or senators... To say then, what the hell did you just say? Well, do you see what the New York Times does? And, and, you know, again, I, they represent all the left left stream media because oh. they lead them. They did an interview with John Fetterman, supposedly. They wrote his answers for him in a coherent form, and he can't even speak that way. He can't even write that way. So they 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 did that to get him to August eighteenth. And then they don't care after that because it'll be a uh, an appointment by Democrat Governor Shapiro. So <laughs> it, it's 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 amazing the way they work. They don't care about the democracy. They don't care about the country. They care about their agenda and their agenda only. That's why that's why Diane Feinstein's hush hush until Democrats brought it up. Well, I, I th- this is a disgrace, and uh, if anybody ever read about. Uh uh, Davy Crockett, they would know that, you know, he, he, they go to, they go to Senate and Congress and they become millionaires. How do you do that? (laughs) Insider information. Ask Nancy Pelosi. He wouldn't give a farmer money from the government because he says, that's not our money to give. (laughs) If you read a story, there's a story about a, a farmer who was, who was, uh, you know, being uh, going destitute, and he's he asks for money, and David Crocker says, "No, we can't give this man any money because it's not ours to give." Apparently, they don't realize that that's our money. Yeah, no, that the, the, there, there's a disconnect from reality that occurs to so many 
when they get to Washington D.C. because they want to be popular down there. They want to wield and they want to gain and wield power. And uh, truth be damned, at a certain point, <laughs> we're just a pit of vipers. Okay, Bob, I'll let you go. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, no, no, no. I almost called. I called you, Diane. Helen. Oh, okay, that's Helen. Okay. Thank you. You <laughs> called call about. Yeah, you you call okay. you called about Diane, and it's on my screen. Okay. <laughs> thank All you, right. Helen. Bye, All right, we'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, the eponymous show rolls on. Back with the weather after this. Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, hazy sun with afternoon and evening thunderstorms. Maybe I'll get lucky enough to get uh, driven off the course by the rain. High of 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 58. Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds, high of 83. Sunday, clouds and sun, high of 85. So good weather for this weekend's incredible jazz festival in downtown Scranton. You got to go. By the way, um, my man Mark Mayer is on fire today. He's just he's just blazing me with <laughs> information. It's all good stuff. Oh boy, oh boy, it's it's uh, good stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi's failure totally ignored. By the January 6th committee. They didn't even ask. And see, that's why they had to to take the Republicans who would actually ask questions off of the panel. Unprecedented, by the way. Even in a select committee. Unprecedented. So, it's what it is. Uh, you know, guys, that's why I said, okay, there's a lot of he said, she said. And I want to repeat it one more time. Nancy Pelosi was in charge of Capitol Hill security. She only needed to call the National Guard or have her minions do it. They did not. The Capitol was breached by idiots. They embarrassed us in front of the world. I don't know how much criminality and what level of criminality is involved there. I think they're great, grossly overstating it. They were in on a tourist visa, but they should have not been there. And I, if, if it was a true insurrection, as it continues to be called, another lie, they could have shot everybody. They could have killed everybody. And I'm guessing if they shot 20 or 30 people, everybody else would have stopped because they were unarmed. And I would have stood by the police. But if they had a thousand National Guard, never mind the 20,000 authorized, They could have prevented the tragedy, the embarrassment. It's that simple. And they did not. Quite amazing. And you guys still want to read the New York Times. You still want to follow all the lemmings who follow the New York Times. 
including the Associated Press, which provides most of your national news in the local rags. I, I, I don't get it. Why don't you want to be informed? Why do you not want to be informed? I'm not understanding it. At least to make your own judgments. And it goes back to what we were talking about before. At least if you'll acknowledge the facts, truth, and reality, we can then come to different conclusions. Now, when it comes to the left that now owns the current Democrat Party, there is none of that. And if you're following them, you're wrong about everything. Because their beliefs, their ideology are based on, they're not based on truth, fact, and reality. In fact, they're intentionally ignore those things because they know they don't work historically from the standpoint of human nature and factually. I don't know why you would follow that. I, I'm, I'm not understanding it. Think of the Biden administration. 75% of the people believe economic conditions are poor today. What does Joe Biden do? They campaign on Bidenomics. <laughs> and they lie and say it isn't working or that it's working. <laughs> These people are just out of it. Joe Biden's a mental patient, he's gone. He's got zero credibility. Everybody around him has zero. That, that, that's beyond corruption. He's a creature of Washington, D.C., of the swamp, if you will. He would not know truth if it hit him in the face. But we do. We're going to take a break. Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K. We will be back with Frank and Gerard. We're back. Bob Cadaro with you. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Gerard. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I mean, why, why would you follow like a lemming blindly anything? Somebody asked, well, somebody is always critical, so they don't want to know the answer. What news source do you recommend? Well, one, number one, actually, it's a tough one and two. In terms of daily printed publications, I'd read, I do read the Wall Street Journal and the New York Post. There's no, there are no better newspapers in the country. There's no more truthful coverage in the country. And I read them all. I read the New York Times. I read occasionally the Washington Post. I read occasionally the L.A. Times. Of course, I look at our local rags, which is just AP stories anyway. And AP is awful. <laughs> but it, it, don't you want to know, even if you disagree with the conclusion on the editorial side, don't you want to know the, the facts? But many of you don't because it's much more comfortable. It's much more comfortable holding the wrong view when you don't know the facts. So you don't want your comfort disturbed. 
instead of being informed, you don't, you want to be comfortable. And that's your choice. Your gas prices are going up. Joe Biden's energy policies are causing that. Joe Biden's foreign policy is causing that. Indisputable. But you won't see anything about it in the aforementioned rags. And yet you'll follow it even though you go to the gas station and take it in the neck. <laughs> Don't you wonder why? And, and, and then let's go back just as I did with the Capitals situation. All right. They first said, actually, the idiot in chief said, Gas was $5 when he came into office. It's a lie. Then he said it was Putin's fault. That was a lie. Then he said that it was the oil company's fault. That was a lie. Then he said it was the gas station's fault. And that was a lie. (laughs) It was his fault. (laughs) We'll be back. We're back. Bob Kadaro with you, WILK. We're going to finish with Louis Armstrong. He was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, this date in 1901, and we're going to do the Saints Come Marching In, and how appropriate to play it underneath, because the last thing we'll do is mention our veterans that we lost. Somebody texted in, uh, Biden's policies have likely contributed somewhat to pricing trends, but global markets, private sector decision-making, and geopolitical events outside Biden's control are key drivers of gas price spikes. Placing the sole blame on the president oversimplifies the complexity of factors at play. All right, that sounds sensible, but let me tell you this. Let's take each component you mentioned. Global markets. Global markets are the output of energy. It's not just gas. Energy, writ large. Energy production not matching with demand is what creates price increases. Okay? The United States, the largest energy producer in the world, failed to increase its production of energy because of Biden, Democrat, left-wing policies to meet growing demand. We affected the global markets. We caused the problem in global markets. Private sector decision-making. Decisions are being made by energy companies not to invest because they're being told their investments, which are 20 and 30 year long investments, will not be rewarded. In fact, will be punished. So there's number two. And this is by this government, by Joe Biden, by Democrat left policies. So they affect global markets. Private sector decision-making, totally. Geopolitical events, which ones are you talking about? The war in Ukraine? That didn't cause a reduction in any outcome. That's the one Biden blamed. So you can talk about 
and sound relatively uh, common sense and still be wrong. Who? Because you're not looking underneath to what affected global markets. The United States policies. Private sector decision-making. United States policies. Geopolitical events. Well, they didn't have any impact, but to the extent they did, Biden caused that conflict in Ukraine. He thought, (laughs) Putin thought, I could get away with this because I could blackmail Europe on energy because the United States has stepped off the world stage. And Biden's a weak, fickle little thing anyway. So, such as it is. Guys, that see, this is why moderation in today's world doesn't work. Because it simply explains away people who are wrong. It gives them credibility and rationality that they don't deserve, just as that analysis does. This is, this is reality. This is where we're living. It is all the fault of the left and left-wing policies. Period. And by the way, <laughs> don't take my word for it. They intend it to be the case. <laughs> They're not denying it. They intend to increase your energy prices. They say it right out as they fly their private jets. <laughs> well, we had a great week. And I want to thank the these veterans and their families. John Hendrickson, Greenfield Township. Carl Rinaldi. DuPont, Richard Huey, Kingston, Michael Kane, Forest City, Stephen Nalawaco, Wyoming, George Pennington, Calaris. They are going to be missed. And people of their ilk that we're losing every day are going to be missed. We can't replace them, they're irreplaceable. All right, guys, I love being with you this week. I'm happy you were with me. We couldn't do it without you. You know that. Have a great weekend, a restful weekend. God willing, we'll be back on Monday. Adjourned. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.